Just a quick warning for all you aliens of the Planetary Union. Uh, usually this podcast comes out at least a week, um, usually two weeks after the episode is aired. This time, this is uh, the most recent episode, is unless you listen to this on Thursday night, in which case it won't be. But uh, there, there's not so much time in between. So, I mean, if this is going to spoiler you, I want you to stop. Watch the episode first and then listen to the podcast. I, I, I feel like you guys, our audience has grown enough as people that you can um, manage this on your own. We don't have to wait two weeks every time anymore. Um, we trust you guys. And I hope I hope to God that I haven't misplaced that trust. Please prove this to me. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode because of how good it is and all the laughs inside of it. Live long and prosper some shit. Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode, or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Hello, all you aliens out there in the Planetary Union. Welcome to the official The Orville Podcast. I'm the captain of this starship, Greggy Hogsteller. And this week, as always, we've got science officer and first mate. Wait, no, not science officer. <laughs> Security officer. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot your, uh, I forgot your, uh, role there for a second there. Uh, but you, you do know a lot about science, though. That's true. Uh, Miranda, Miranda, hello. Hey, are you still saying Alex Arborday? Oh, yeah, Alex Arborday. Oh, course. okay, Alex Arborday. Yeah, I'm sorry that I haven't mentioned before <laughs> how much you know about science, Miranda. Yeah, that's, that's messed up. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, also, welcome to the show, the numbers guy, first mate, Tim. Tim, hello. Hey, Greggy. Uh, Alex Arbor Day. <laughs> um, by the way, guys, I forgot to mention Tim also knows a lot about science. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Arbor Day. What, what, was that why? I, I assume that was why you were a, uh, a little glum sounding. No, I just coming off of such a great episode this week. I'm just sad we don't get one next week. Oh, they're taking another week off. Wait, no, this is. Oh, wait, wait when are we recording this? <laughs> okay, I thought I figured we were recording. Wait a second. No, wait, wait. <laughs> what, 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 what is the wait, bit here? <laughs> well, between this episode, the current one, and the next one is going to be two weeks instead of one week, and that's just bumming me out. Oh jeez! Wait, are they taking? The a break? Ep- are you saying the episode of our show or of the Orville? The Orville. Okay, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to issue an apology. Uh, no, so this was episode 
seven. What right. was it called? Like majority vote or something? Majority rule? Majority, majority rule. rule. That's right. Okay. And then it's going to be two weeks until the next episode, right? Oh, really? No. No, not according. Wikipedia says November 2nd. Wait, they, they took a week off. When? They took a week off between episode six and episode seven. Oh, well, then I'm really happy. <laughs> I'm so That's great news for me. I this is a, we were... Alex Arbor Day miracle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex Arbor Day to everyone. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we got that cleared up. Uh, and finally, last but not least, please welcome to the yes. show uh, First Mate and Science Hacker. No, 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 not Science Hacker. <laughs> kind of, kind of. <laughs> alien alien expert, Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Kevin, welcome to the show. Uh, happy Alex Arbor Day. And, and this is amazing on this Ar- Alex Arbor Day to witness an Alex Arbor Day miracle with Tim to have that. That good, like, five-minute moment there. (laughs) (laughs) But it finished great, you know? Yeah. It was just, it was just, yeah, it was amazing. And I hope everybody's Alex Arbor days are like this. (laughs) Um, For a second there, I got excited that we got two weeks off, but no, just kidding, just kidding. Um, I would have been very sad. Listeners out there, I know everybody really enjoyed the last two weeks with the song discussion. Uh, mm-hmm. I would love to keep that going, but uh, this week, instead of a song, I thought we would do something different uh, because everybody on the show is so good at science and we all know so much about it. Yeah, that was on purpose. That wasn't a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I thought we would talk about um, this video that the Orville put out from their science consultant, um, and I don't have it open in another window, so I can't tell you this guy's name, but he's going to tell us about how the Orville's um, engine works. Uh, first of all, does anybody feel like you already have a theory? <laughs> uh, magic? Do you think magic? <laughs> I think that's what it'll probably end up be, pretty much being. But I Oh, uh, no, uh, I have a better idea. Is it because the writers of the show said that it works and it doesn't really exist so they can say whatever they want? <laughs> no, I, I think they have a science expert on the show that would verify the legitimacy of how this shit would work if it was like theoretically possible so i think that maybe in the year 20 uh, no three three 30 50 in the year 30 50 uh no wait uh <laughs> the year 23 zero one <laughs> okay are you talking about the year it takes place in the, sorry, it's like twenty four hundred or something. Oh, but God. depends if you're talking about it's. So we have to remember it's been a year. Yet. It's been a year since the very first scene. Okay, what I'm saying is, I believe that in the year twenty three oh one, they discovered a sort of magical, sort of magical, but scientific crystal that makes the ship go really fast. Hmm. So your theory is crystals. Um, my theory is more in line with Miranda's theory where the science advisor is going to sit down and then they're going to ask him, how does the ship's engine work? And he's going to go, what are you talking about? It's a show. Like (laughs) if we could do that, we would do it. (laughs) Okay. I think the closest I've actually seen this video. The closest is Kevin. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> but here, we'll, I, I broke it up a little bit so we can this pause and talk next. about it. There's, you must have told him the answer beforehand because no. there's no way that Kevin would get it over me and Tim. We're both so good at science. We would get it. We're the science bros. <laughs> run the tape. Just run the tape. Okay, here we go. The biggest technological advance that has yet to happen to make a ship like the Orville possible will be what we call our quantum drive. That's how we define the propulsion system that allows our ship to travel faster than the speed of light. Sometime in the last 20 years or so, a Mexican physicist named Miguel Alcubier came up with a theoretical way of how you could warp space so that space behind you expands and space in front of you contracts at speeds greater than the speed of light. And this was the first sort of theoretical demonstration that it was possible to build something like a warp drive. Okay, so that's our first clip. Uh, so apparently sometime in the last 20 years, no idea when. Is he saying the, la- the last 20 years in the show? Because that's what I thought he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> then I thought, wow, I was really right on the money. But uh, no. No, it, I think it, he's it, saying that at some point in the last 20 years, this um, Mexican physicist came up with this idea about how you could like uh, expand space or whatever. And that could make you go faster than the speed of light. See, you understand why I thought he could be talking about the show, because then he makes it kind of general, like at some point in the last 20 years, right. you yeah. know, so it could be something that he doesn't, you know, that they kind of tossed around and, you know, in the science meeting before the show. But no, this is actually something that happened. He just doesn't know. He has no idea when in the last 20 years that it happened. It sounds I like. Also, I also got to say, Tim and I were pretty much right that he was like, Oh, we decided that this could no. theoretically happen somehow. <laughs> no. You think it sounds like he's discussing like the results of one paper. Mm-hmm. So you'd think if he like paid attention to that paper, he would know the year it came out. Well, the, I think they must have sprung this interview on him like right before or something. They didn't I mean, give him any sounds, chance to uh, research it at all. But he sounds like someone who's done an incredibly small amount of research and then is being asked like way beyond his expertise level <laughs> where he's like, well, there's been studies that show that uh, actually faster than light travel is actually uh, there's been studies that show it's possible. I know there's one. um it was like, uh, at, it was a Mexican. At some, point, at some point, somebody said that there might be some way that this could happen. That's what he just yeah. said. That's... I think what is happened like... is he like read the Boing Boing article about the paper, and that's all he knows about it. <laughs> On his resume, it says like I can tell you anything in a twenty-year range. <laughs> <laughs> You're like you're like nine eleven happened <laughs> sometime in the last twenty years. <laughs> Sorry, a little early for. Her. <laughs> no, no, no. I think right on time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends how specific we're being about when it happened to know if it's too soon. Because, like, with the twenty year granularity, it could have happened in the future still. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. It yes, doesn't really yes. make sense. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Well, quantum. It makes you know. as much sense as anything that alleged scientist just said all you so. need to know is that quantum sounds kind of like crystals <laughs> <laughs> no it, it does it has like two of the same letters <laughs> they share a lot of similarities i think that you're ignoring can you, can you unpack that for us kevin 
No, 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 no. It's too much. We don't have time. We need to start talking about this episode. Wait, I, but I don't want to blow past this, though. Tim, do you know something about some future 9-11? <laughs> uh, 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 just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. Here's their second clip. One of the things that will prove to be the key to doing this, if we ever manage it, is the creation of something called exotic matter. There are theoretical reasons to believe that there might be a form of matter that has what we call negative mass. So if you had like five pounds of this stuff and you put it on a bathroom scale, the scale would say minus five pounds. Okay, oh, so yeah. Is that real? <laughs> no. Tim, I, well, yes, can you confirm that? <laughs> Actually, uh, kind of. The numbers do add up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I, I, I actually know a very, very small amount about like physics because mm. i got a, i got a math degree <laughs> surprise surprise <laughs> um and i think what what happens is like if you have equations like you have your theoretical backing of physics and like the whatever you call the subatomic particles like there's a space in those equations where it would make sense for something like that to exist okay sorry this isn't a joke this is just my actual <laughs> understanding of the situation okay wow. Greg, can you cut that can you cut that out and put in something? <laughs> no, I, I think I think people should be able to learn too. Just like when they watch the show. Everybody's gonna learn that Tim has a math degree. That's what people are gonna take. <laughs> and it's so rare for me to work that into a conversation naturally. <laughs> I, I wonder why they're putting the negative the negative uh spot on the bathroom scales. It doesn't seem like you would have a lot of use for that without this exotic matter. Yeah. Well, it seems like it would float. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what makes it so exotic. You know? <laughs> it's sort of like a crystal. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what I was saying. This... Like, I would say like a crystal on a beach somewhere, you know? That's why I gave it to Kevin, because, you know, theoretically, this exotic matter could be a crystal. We don't know. I really think it is. What I envision putting on that scale is a large crystalline figure. Hey, so I'm not saying I'm corroborating or not. I just know that I have a long and complicated history with an exotic dancer named Crystal. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and she would be upset if she heard me talking about putting her on a bathroom scale. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the bathroom part that would be the problem for her? Is it, are other kinds of skills okay? <laughs> yeah, she's more comfortable with doc. You know, the doctor ones where you have to like move the weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's entertaining to her. And Crystal and I have some plans coming up in a future nine eleven date. Oh. <laughs> you know, there's one every year. That's true. I, I can't say much. All I'm going to say is in my Minecraft server. There's this guy who's really pissing me off, and he's got these buildings. And I'm just saying, I'm not saying I'm stockpiling TNT for any specific reason, but there's going to be a new biggest explosion ever in Minecraft YouTube video. Wow, I'm I'm excited. (laughs) And negative mass, negative matter, has an anti-gravity effect. So it pushes on the space around it. And if you could make enough of this stuff and organize it properly you could create a system for stretching space behind you, shrinking it in front of you, and space itself can actually be expanded and contracted at speeds many times greater than the speed of light. 
Okay. <laughs> I can't just say my favorite thing. My favorite thing about this because the theoretical physics are great and I love them, mm. but the music, the backing track, that little light piano. I feel like I was dancing on the stars. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm. It's like a whole new Carl Sagan. I, he should do Cosmos. Is what oh, he's yeah. the next. He's the next Cosmos guy. Yeah, it is kind of interesting that Seth didn't get Neil deGrasse Tyson to do the consultation for the Orville because didn't Seth like produce the new Cosmos? He only does it for free on Twitter. I think. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been a night. They probably brought him in, and he was too much of a nightmare in the writers' room. <laughs> Probably chased him out of the room. I bet. Yeah. The re- the thing I really love about this though is it it like explains it to a layman by uh, taking these you know concepts and adding one on top of the other you know so you can kind of learn. Okay, this this Mexican physicist said that you could move space. Then there's this exotic matter that weighs less than five pounds on the scale, and then um, you use that matter to move space. And then space can be uh, contracted many times the speed of light. And he says, "If there's, he's like, he's like, he throws a couple ifs in there, you know. But that's just the, that's just what you'd have to say in a theory. But I think he's pretty certain <laughs> that you know, he says if we can build enough of this. But I'm pretty certain he's thinking, you know, yeah. once you figure it out, you know, you can so just mass produce it. My my problem with this is I don't the or what do you, what do you think the Orville weighs? Uh, the ship, not the guy. <laughs> the guy's a solid one ninety five chiseled, but yeah, I think the How ship much muscle weighs more you, than fat. I think uh, without a without a bathroom scale, there's really no way to tell how much the Orville weighs. Okay, great. Is point, he holding? But... Does he have any exotic matter in his pockets? <laughs> Got a redwood seed. Uh... Better, better check that man for crystals. <laughs> but so I, I mean, you're right. There's no way to know for sure, but it's got to be like thousands of tons. Right, because it's like a ship. So how is five pounds of this thing gonna do anything for it? It just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, exotic matter. Okay, crystals. Okay, anti gravity. Okay, expanding, contracting space. Okay, but then I'm like, wait, five pounds? No, that's not gonna do anything. I think you need. I don't know. I, like you're the numbers guy. <laughs> it sounded like. <laughs> It sounded like it made sense when he was talking to me and that music was going. I think it's the piano. It just <laughs> He could have been speaking gibberish for all I know. Well, like at the beginning, he's like dark mass or negative mass or negative matter, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. I think the most important so, question is, would Bordis be able to eat a crystal <laughs> of the exotic matter? I think a bigger question is. Will Bordis be able to eat these nuts? <laughs> Kevin, of course he can. Sorry. You, Sorry. we got to get you on the show. we got to get a Kev character. I don't understand. We already established that Bordis can eat anything. Why wouldn't he be able to eat nuts? I don't know. I just I'm just having fun. Well, what kind of nuts? Are you have like assorted nuts or peanuts? Or you, well, peanuts oh. aren't actually nuts. Peanuts, yeah, peanuts aren't a nut. Maybe like, oh. a, like walnuts? We've all heard the Alex Arbor song. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there an outside where somebody says eat these nuts <laughs> I miss I, that one there could be but you know I'm just saying this let's you know innuendos out the door <laughs> you know you know what I'm talking about I'm talking about my balls right <laughs> 
We should send him an email to his promotional email and ask him to make a song about eating these nuts. <laughs> designer nuts, designer nuts. <laughs> All up in your mouth. Okay, here we go. Last clip, last clip. If we can prove it exists and if we can figure out how to make it, I'm 99% confident that someday a ship like this could be built using that as a propulsion system. There we go. So it's just a matter of time now. If we, if if it exists and we can figure out how to make it, <laughs> then it can exist. Is that? Then he's ninety nine percent sure. He won't even give it hundred percent with those things. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a similar claim here. Get ready. This is a bold. This is kind of a hot take. Okay. I'm gonna say if we can make a ship like that, then I'm ninety five percent sure that we can make a ship like that. Whoa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Whoa. I would go ninety nine. But, you know, <laughs> I'm not comfortable with those numbers. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how the Orville works, guys. Wow. The ship, not the guy. We, we right. haven't figured him out. <laughs> oh, I would love that. <laughs> it's a harder nut to crack. Hey. <laughs> when Captain Orville's eyes uh, experience an intake of photons representing boobs, his heart pounds harder <laughs> and causes an influx of blood. <laughs> I got to stop. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just getting good. <laughs> <laughs> but i think this guy is like i think he's uh hedging his bets i think he's like 75 percent of the way to making this ship himself <laughs> the way he's talking there's there's a lot of you know he's talking theory but you can see that it's a you know he's got a lot in practice too mm-hmm. i think what he's i think what he's done is he's manipulating us where <laughs> He shorted a bunch of stock in a bunch of exotic matter mining companies. <laughs> or wait, no, he bought stock. Right. Wait, how this work? He bought stock in a bunch of exotic matter mining companies. And then he's starting all this hype that like in just a few years, we're going to have this. So by, you know, these companies are going to be a big deal. Well, and then he's going to short it. Up my, I'm already calling up my, my money guy to <laughs> invest in exotic matter. <laughs> So, yeah, so basically he's going to be like a chief, you know, uh, you know, everyone from Casino Lashif. Royale. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know. What the guy who is. cries blood. Yeah, <laughs> this guy is Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't know any movie. of what you're talking about. <laughs> what are, I don't what know are like guns? any. You just watch. It's from Casino Royale. I don't know what that is. Oh. That's, that's the level that I'm starting it's a James at. James so Bond to, movie. Okay. You, you got to travel to this planet. You got to travel to this planet where they independently like, recreated every movie. If you're if you're just gonna like quote obscure movies, you can't expect <laughs> me to be able to recognize it immediately. You have to give some context. Okay, kind of like the show. So I should explain that. Yeah, you you should say like. Oh, he's he's like the guy from the 20th century spy flick. Yes. <laughs> that I'm like, oh, yes. We all uh, know that early, very early 20th century uh, spy flick, James Bond. Or is it the 21st century? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, is it from this century? Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, 2006 it or something. Yeah. Well, then that's what you should have said. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, should we get a clean... Should we re-record that? And... Yeah, can you do it again? Can we get another take? 
And and just just start with Miranda saying, "Ah, oh, yeah, that's a good Bond movie. I love Le Chief." <laughs> no, start, you got, just start, start with saying, you doing the start with you doing the reference again. Oh man, okay, he's like Le Chief from the 2006 Bond movie Casino Royale. He's the bad guy in it. Oh man, oh and classic. Tim, you said you said you, you remember Miranda? He cries blood. You remember, yeah. remember Miranda? Remember Miranda? He cries uh, blood, and he controls. Oh yeah, the, he controls the stocks. That's and how he, he controls the stocks. That's how it's kind of like. That's uh, how it's like the. like the first movie where the bad guy was like not like killing people. He was just like manipulating the stock market. And now all I'm saying is, it's the first movie where the bad guy didn't kill people. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that checks out. Well, because if you go to like The Godfather, okay, a lot of people are killed by. <laughs> Wait, who's the bad guy in the Godfather? <laughs> well, the Godfather. I think he's kind of like an anti, uh, anti, anti-villain. <laughs> he's kind of like a bad good guy. <laughs> the blood guy. The Godfather. Oh. I invite I, you. Invite you on this day, the day talking of my daughter's about, wedding. Talking about the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. I ask of you just one favor. Please give the golden ore to Tim this episode. <laughs> well, nobody's going to get to it by now because we got to stop and talk about Bond and Godfather. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just pissed off. I don't like the Bond movies. I only like the Orville. That's true. They're Great too good point. to women. Oh, in the my Bond God. Movies. Who is the next one? I, I just think Seth, it's kind of. They are too good to women. You're right. Like, only one woman dies in each Bond movie, whereas in the Orville, it's like left and right, violence against women on broadcast television. Uh, so, yeah, this week we watched the Orville Episode 7, Majority Rule. Um, Some this, of us did. Oh, <laughs> well, we, we won't tell the people. We, we don't want, a, like, a lynching to happen for poor Tim. <laughs> <laughs> the In the opening scene, we... This this episode we it kind of uh puts the main idea right in your face right away, like what if Reddit were real, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, when it started, I don't even. I was kind of, I was so confused what was even happening. So yeah, this isn't my team. Who's this? I was like, is this that is, Kelly? They this kinda, is Orville. They all kind of look the same to me, so that could be Kelly. But if that's <laughs> her, then where's the Orville? I was like, oh, they replaced the actress that plays Kelly. All right, I'll give her a shot, you know? <laughs> I wonder if she still cheated on uh, the Orville. Uh, yeah, I know. It was like at the beginning of the episode, I was like, whoa. First off, mind blown. Second off, what if Reddit was real life? Like, I'm on board. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and then it's like, well, we'll get to the emotional roller coaster but i'm just gonna say it was masterful manipulation and like i still feel like i need to rewatch it like i didn't even get all of the depth um it was too deep my my you know you know what was so beautiful about that opening is we spent so much time with that whatever listerine character and we just got to know her so well it was so worth spending that much time away from the characters who we all know and love already because we got we got to experience this really like well-crafted character who's who had this like depth and nuance to her personality. Yeah. yeah. Like right off the bat we know she eats breakfast, she watches TV, mm-hmm. she doesn't mm-hmm. wear a bra to bed. 
We know all these things. Her friend stole her shirt, and she's a bitch. <laughs> all my questions this week are, like, end in the question mark. Scientists were the ones executed? I write. Yeah, so... <laughs> So the, the the planetary union sent some scientists down to uh, check out this planet. So it's like an Earth-like planet, but in the 20th century. So I guess the planetary union kind of has like the prime directive from Star Trek where you can't interfere with a planet what? too much. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. The episode. Yeah, <laughs> what is that? So, um... No. <laughs> no, what is this prime, what is this prime directive? It's like, in Star Trek, uh, there's a thing where they don't want to hear about that crap, (laughs) that Star Trek crap. I know, but it kind of relates to the episode, so let me just explain it. Why can't you put it in Orville terms so we can all understand? You've got 45 seconds, Greggy. In the Orville, um, the Planetary Union says you shouldn't uh, interfere with a planet that isn't as technologically advanced uh, so that they can, like, find their own way or something. Like, it's not like gone into it all in this episode so i don't even know if that's true except for the admiral later says they're not allowed to like show themselves or whatever yeah tucker tells him and we get our favorite moment when tucker says tuckered out and he says he's gonna go to sleep (laughs) yeah uh we we Um, have to get to that point later on because i've got some thoughts about that moment as well but so i i I feel like a common criticism i've an unjustified criticism I've read on the forums of the Orville overall is about how like something about how it's like unbelievable that basically every alien species is like 99.9999% similar to humans. Hmm. Like every alien species is basically humans, but it's like Alara is humans, but she's strong. Oh, I thought you were saying they all have, you know, human, human butts. Well, they, that's yeah, Isaac. <laughs> it starts at the butt. It's and... all of them. No, so I've been seeing all these criticisms, and it's like, really, everyone basically evolved to be basically humans. Mm -hmm. And then I think this is Seth responding to that, saying, like, no, this is what that is. (laughs) You know, and he's like, (laughs) they independently evolved just because it's a similar enough planet to basically recreate every single aspect of Earth in, like, the year 2010 or whatever. I guess this is 2017. Yeah, And I heard some people, yeah, I heard some people being like, it's not that creative to do an episode of a sci-fi show where ba- basically it's not a sci-fi show <laughs> where there's like yellow taxi cabs driving around. And <laughs> I think that's why I like this episode the best out of any episode because <laughs> there was no sci-fi bullshit. It was just like, Hey, here are some characters. They're getting into a predicament. I don't know. It was pretty far out with that technology with those buttons, <laughs> with the upvote system and the TV. That was, yeah, that was yeah. kind of blowing my And those my phones, mind. those phones that were, all white at the top for some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. And we had a we had a moment where I don't well I don't want to get ahead, but the uh, the doctor on the ship, she's thinking we may not even have the technology, and I'm like, wow, that's like super sci-fi because they don't even have the technology to fix fix the brains. So <laughs> so I you know I just yeah I think it's very sci-fi up. And they uh they did that cool thing where. They make like a comedic number of mistakes of not fitting in and no one really cares at all until like the plot needs them to start caring about how different they are. Or like they were walking around without buttons 
and literally how, how every single they, person has buttons and no one was like oh my god those this. people don't have buttons yeah and how do how they not they know about preparing, it how are they like what what but are they you, have what they have books? exact replicas of clothes that are popular yes. and they don't know the basic thing about this society well, you have to understand what happened they dropped these two anthropologists off onto the planet mm-hmm. right who are the scientists who were kidnapped uh, or not kidnapped, or you're taken, and uh, what did they get? They get like like re re uh, conditioned or something. Yeah, and, one of uh, them does. <clears throat> oh yeah, sorry. So they dropped them there, and then they left them there, and then they had no contact, or <laughs> so they they were obviously there for a while, you know, enough to like assimilate and get to know the p- other people in the in the area, but they never send any information about this uh, society back. So there was no way they could know. They they, they were there for. a at least a month just doing not sending out any outgoing but would yes. they have like satellite then how, imagery then how do they and... know all the other stuff well <laughs> <laughs> so yeah these scientists were put on this planet to like study them or whatever and they stopped reporting back so the planetary union sends the orville to go uh check out what's going on with these scientists but not the orville himself just people from the ship uh so john lamar and Kelly and the doctor and Alara are going undercover on this planet. Now, one of my notes here is why are they taking the obvious alien undercover? <laughs> like there, there's a lot of humans on this ship. Why don't they just go all humans instead of taking, you know, one of the people that doesn't look like a human all the way? Well, I think I th- we all know the obvious answer why she's there. Fuh. Jar of pickles needs uh, being opened. <laughs> <laughs> I I was actually really worried because she left the Captain Orville on the ship alone. What if he needs to open? That's a jar of true. Pickles? That's messed up. And she left her there with Kelly. Oh no, wait. No, <laughs> no, <mind. laughs> no. Good. At least at least Kelly was there. Sorry. You know, I did watch this episode. Well, I think if you're in a situation where Captain Orville is, where basically. She's your head of security, so her job is to protect you. But really, there's only one threat because he's essentially invincible to all physical threats, mm-hmm. as we found out. Like, basically, no matter what happens, he can get his way out of it. Kelly's the only threat. So, really, Alara's job should be being in Kelly's hip pocket, making sure she's not out there, you know, pick finding some blue aliens or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe yeah. that's actually what the Orville plans because he does send uh, Alara. Even well, can I say it my theory? Right. Yeah, please. I think that I think that uh, Kelly probably chose who got to go. She just wanted to hear about Alara's latest breakup because we all know <laughs> right. Alara's always breaking up with mm-hmm. some dude. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got to know. Wait a second. <laughs> Alara's ex was named Andy. I thought no, he was Josh. But then, one. yeah, no. <laughs> later, on, no. He's a second invisible boyfriend. Oh my god. It's so forced. The dialogue <laughs> is so forced. Her What's his part, name is like, well, it'll be good primary. for you to get over that breakup you just had. Yeah. This is her primary character trait is that she's always going through a breakup. Yeah. Who are these guys? Are they he all sounded, on the Orville? He sounded, he sounded a little jealous, John Lamar. You know, he was Ooh. like, I just got to say, it. you know, I say in it, you know, just Can I say it? I honestly thought what was going to happen, and I'm pretty surprised that it did not, was that um, I really thought that they were, they were going to be like, well, why do you keep breaking up with these guys? Is it is it just because they're intimidated by your strength? And she was going to go like, well, it's also because I'm in love with Captain Orville and none of them can measure up. <laughs> like I felt like the show had been building to that for a few episodes. But, but she can't. 
I think it still is, but she just can't say that. She can't say that yet. Yeah. Okay. It's still upcoming. Maybe because she and Kelly have that close friendship. Mm-hmm. So. I think yeah, there's going to be a series waiting. of episodes, like where Alara says she's in love with Captain Orville, then the next one, the <laughs> Doctor was in love. Next one, probably Norm MacDonald, he was in love with Captain Orville. Yeah. We're just going to go down the line. Well, and it's 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 true, you know, no one can beat it up like Captain Orville can beat it up. <laughs> You know, it's true. And it's you can true. Never get Kelly can never have enough. <laughs> God damn. He needs, to, he needs to just fuck her until she comes to her senses. <laughs> her what? <laughs> Sorry, her so what <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think uh, this, this episode and the next one is going to be a pair of episodes inspired by the two lines of that song. <laughs> this one is the... They scream, they fight, she swings for the fences, and the next episode. <laughs> Wait, oh, who's boy. screaming and fighting in this episode? <laughs> Kelly? It's under the covers, it's subtle, it's in the acting. He usually is screaming about something, but... True. <laughs> okay, my next question I have on my notes is... Wait a second, the Orville shuttles can cloak or turn invisible? That's a new power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it would have come in handy, like maybe once a lot. I'll have to rewatch the, all the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. But then again, wait, but then again, we don't know how much time has passed, so this could be twenty years from, and they've developed that technology. <laughs> oh, true. Or maybe <laughs> Isaac just invented it on the spur of the moment. <laughs> or Orville thought of it. He was like, "Wait, what if?" We just turn it invisible, and they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> what if we just reverse the polarity of the electric signal in the skin, and then someone else goes like, then the photons would pass right through. Yeah. We'd be invisible. You know what? I don't I, – like, I can't say for sure, but I think that if that technology someday exists and we can figure out how to use it, I'm 99% sure that, it, that we can make it happen. Yeah, and you know, Tim, you sounded way too smart there with your, I think it would be more like, well, if we put a bunch of mirrors on the outside of our ship, <laughs> they'll never get to see us. Okay, let's see. Uh, John Lamar does a naughty dance that uh, later gets him in big trouble on a statue. Uh, I was so, like, forced and... Well, you, you meant so funny, like out of right? character because they was... the way they swing from like taking things seriously one second to like being comically incompetent the next second <laughs> where kelly's like that's an order you have to get down and he's just like it's okay i'm just having fun <laughs> no one's that dumb well i mean would you respect her authority you'd I'd, i mean like i'd <laughs> i'd almost i'd almost keep dancing just like to show everybody i'm not taking any orders from this one that's true. I think Seth Seth has a, a lot to say about the role of women in power. <laughs> Is the captain mad? Well, he's more mad at me. Good. I did find it really charming when he was like grinding on the statue. I don't think that's a popular opinion, but was it a good dance? <laughs> do you think? Yeah, I'd, I'd dance with him. It wasn't too much grinding. I thought it was uh, the Goldilocks amount of grinding. <laughs> now, keep in mind, that's not actually the way he does sex. We did hear that later on in the yes, show. Yes, He was just just goofing. Important to know. Okay, then my next note, Coffee Girl likes John. Mm. Uh, of course she, she does. Yeah. 
He knows the Orville. Of course she likes it. <laughs> well, she doesn't even know that yet. That's what's really interesting about this. It's not, but she doesn't have to know. It's more like because he knows the Oroville, he's so much more confident and she can pick up on that confidence. True. Yeah. I think the, uh, maybe the people in the, uh, in this planet evolved to kind of smell the scent of uh, the Oroville and can, since he's his right hand man, they should caught a good whiff of it. How did they, how did they evolve that? He's never it's, been to the uh, planet before. Uh, you know, <laughs> just Do you know that he's never been to the planet before. Life Not finds true. a way. <laughs> <laughs> and I just noticed that I never put anywhere in my notes about how they buy the the badges from that guy and stuff. Uh, what is give, what is there to talk about with that? They, they give the guy some lots. Yeah, they give him some lots. Yeah, wait. So that guy was totally fine illegally selling them counterfeit badges in the middle of the street, in the middle of the city. And then once they had the badges, he was like, you got to get out of here now. It's too suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I guess I don't understand. Like, If they're counterfeit badges, then how are they so like attached to the identity of the person wearing them? Like, how can they immediately be like, well, this is his badge number. So we know it's this guy, John Lamar. Like, how do they know that? <laughs> well... I, I, that's how dumb I am that I can't figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's too bad that uh, the lady with the five million uh, down votes, she didn't realize that she could just go out and buy a new badge from that guy. Because then she would have been able to get tea anywhere she wanted. It was such like unnecessary exposition dialogue for the, her to be like just finding out that having a lot of down votes is negative in that society. It's like I feel like. I feel oh, wait, like I okay. already understood it, but <laughs> so so she has five hundred thousand downvotes, and she says they mostly came from her twenties, right? Yeah. So I don't want to spoil anything for later on, but do downvotes get reset at some point? Because when you hit a certain point, bad things happen. But there's also like a the 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 clock is ticking down to the time limit for getting ten million downvotes. Yeah, the the downvotes never reset, we find out, because of, yeah, that she got those in her 20s. And also, so the upvotes don't matter at all. Yeah, the upvotes yeah, don't matter. It's just a count of downvotes. So, like, <laughs> every president of all time would be assassinated or, like, executed. <laughs> right. Sure. But, but if you're, so, but if, if you have, say, um, 9,999,996 downvotes, just for example, and they're like, oh, it's not ten million, so you can go. Like later, aren't you gonna get up to the ten million mark? I assume it re it doesn't reset. Like you still have the penalties of like all the you know, you won't be let to get to coffee. <laughs> Cannot get a coffee. But you uh still like maybe need another ten million uh to get to get back on the electric chair or whatever it is. <laughs> there are two so two separate Downvote counts? Uh, no, I think like then you'll have like twenty million, you know, or maybe say you'll have like twenty. I like you know, I, I I'm assuming a lot here, but uh, I I think yeah, I think it's, I think I'm right. <laughs> You're the expert, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, from 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 what I understand of this, I'm kind of an anthropologist myself, you know, <laughs> so. Uh, what what That's what on I your Twitter examine, profile, isn't it? <laughs> Kind of an anthropologist. <laughs> As well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, from what I take from this civilization, you know, that's uh, that's the case. And earlier, you know, if you weren't trying to poke holes in me, Tim, uh, earlier there's never a president there, so the president wouldn't get killed. Gotcha. Oh, shoot. Because everybody just votes on everything directly. Uh-huh. Like every issue. We're getting really ahead of ourselves. I want to bring it back to the coffee girl for one second. Okay. And just say it was a really interesting choice that they made to have her and John Lamar had this sort of like instantaneous connection or chemistry that you thought might lead somewhere. And then they never interact for the rest of the episode. Yeah. And I was just wondering why you guys think they did that. And they spent so long on her at the beginning of the episode and then they bring her back. Yeah. And it's like, she doesn't do anything. I thought that at least she and John Lamar were going to kiss or something. No, this, this issue is, I think that Tim didn't see the part where they bring her back again. Tim, did you see the part where they brought the alien girl on the spaceship? Yeah. I watched the whole episode. (laughs) (laughs) Tim, you gotta she watch. Is, she is actually like pretty, pretty central to the Tim plot is, in the second Tim half of signaling. the episode. But she and John Lamar are never in the same space ever right. again. That is a good point. I was, actually, I was but... joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think she's there to show you just that how serious being downvoted is. Just kind of that if you haven't understood that being downvoting is bad yet that she is so madly in love and they have such a fire like instant chemistry but once she sees those downvotes, she is she doesn't want to touch them with a ten foot pole. She is out, and then you know that just goes to show you, downvotes are bad. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I wonder what would happen if you just upvoted someone a lot, like you just sat there like tapping the button over and over again. Um, oh. <laughs> I just wonder, you know, system. like you're, you're such a hacker, Greggy. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, what's to stop people from just, you know, upvoting everyone you walk past just to be a nice person? Hit my own button. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you be, uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to say it, but someone who gives it away like that, you can do that. (laughs) True. And then people might downvote you for uh, being too free with the upvotes. You give me an upvote just because I look good? Come on. (laughs) Down. So, yes, she's super into John, but then they see on the TV John doing the bad dance on the statue, and all of a sudden everybody is downvoting him remotely on their phones because of uh, it, it was very disrespectful. That was the statue of a uh, famous explorer from the past. Um, so uh, John gets arrested because he gets too many downvotes too fast. Well, it's 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 a great message to say, like, if you ever see a video of someone very obviously desecrating like a really culturally important thing, you know, like someone like peeing on the constitution mm-hmm. or whatever, stop and think for a second. They might be an alien visiting your planet and totally <laughs> unfamiliar with your cultural background. So be open-minded about it, you know? True. I think that is the <laughs> hidden message of this episode. Don't be so quick to judge. It m- might be an alien who's visiting your planet. Yeah, John gets arrested. The Orville calls Admiral Tucker and uh, asks him if he can, you know, go in and save John. The Admiral says no, but we've seen the Orville before. We know if the Orville, if the Admiral says no and one of the Orville's people is in trouble, 
he's going to not listen at all and go right in. Um, yeah. Except it, this time he didn't. He's growing a... to respect Mr. Tucker. Oh, true. Can I say something about Admiral Tucker? Please. Well, I guess I have a question first. Have we learned his first name? No. No. I think it should be Chris Tucker. Wouldn't that be a little funny <laughs> joke? If his name was Chris Tucker? Yes, yes, yes. I, I can imagine Mr. Arnold saying, wait, your name is Chris? And like then Chris be- Tucker. Like that movie from the 20th century rush hour. Yeah, then he would be like, what? Don't you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> and then he'd say, Tucker out. <laughs> I bet that's coming. I bet. I bet. Uh, I bet five lots that that's coming in a future episode. Wow, you got that kind of spare lots just lying around. Big bet. <laughs> All your lots on the table. <laughs> so on this world now, John has to go on TV to apologize, and he meets with a. You think it's a police officer about you know when he gets arrested. But that's actually his PR manager, you guys. That cracked me up, actually. <laughs> Why? Did it? Did it? Because it was so funny. It's like, uh, you know, you expect it to be a police officer, but then, no, because of the vote thing, that's a PR manager. It's a totally different thing. That, it, that was funny, actually. It was a funny mm-hmm. concept. I agree. It's funny that they yeah. call a PR manager the same thing here and there, but they don't have their own. Well, it's very much like 20th century Earth. Yeah, and they speak perfect American English like every other race. I think <laughs> I I know that we've kind of talked about this. I I don't think I've mentioned this before. I really do think that they probably all have some sort of like in-ear device that just translates in real time from one language to another, and probably that's wow. going to be like a major. And it major moves their lips. Rate. It moves but, their lips too. Yeah. Yeah. But, Otherwise, that would be, just be they, jarring if their lips didn't move with the. Yeah, <laughs> but they hear cool. word. They hear words all the time that they don't understand. Hmm. Yeah. Like in the Bordis planet, okay. there was something where they were like, "What's a shmishma?" They're like, "It's a first date." <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, until I see a science video about this, I don't believe it. <laughs> I think they all just my piano English. out. <laughs> <laughs> Bordis sings as a. Note I have. He says that he sings on the on the bridge. That's a joke, I guess. Uh probably we'll hear that at some point. He mm-hmm. said that he yeah, said what he said. Yeah, Malloy was explaining the concept of American Idol. And um, uh Porter said, I sing. I forgot that Malloy was in this episode at all. I have yeah, no he's kind of not. <laughs> <laughs> uh my next vote is why don't they have Isaac hack the vote? Mm. Yeah, that would mm. seem to make sense. Yeah, no, I. It would be. He has a better idea. <laughs> <laughs> I freeze framed on one shot of Isaac where we saw his quarters, and I zoomed in and I enhanced, and actually, it shows his birth certificate in like it's in like a drawer that's kind of half open, <laughs> and his legal name is Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, but... like machine, like machine, because he's yeah, a machine. It's like something about machine. <laughs> okay. And I read a theory online that it's like because he's basically an unlimited plot device that can fix any problem at the very end of the episode. But I don't know Latin, so. Well, why would how would his parents know that when he was born? Oh, he doesn't have parents. Oh. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, the reason Isaac can't hack the vote is because it's too early in the episode. Uh, okay and then alara gets in trouble too because the hat she's wearing is disrespecting kelvic culture because the guy can tell she's not kelvic somehow that was weird like how could he how could he tell i guess was it the wrong color maybe it could have been or something who knows Well, then it shouldn't have been offensive true he saw her opening a jar of pickles too easily (laughs) (laughs) you're supposed to struggle with that (laughs) Uh, then we find out the reason that the scientists got uh, judged earlier was because they accidentally made a pregnant lady stand on the train. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was well. It was, and we find out it's because that's just like that's just like whatever his name was. He's always had his head in his books, you know, always knows in his work, <laughs> and he uh, he would never look up. So he doesn't sound like that good of a guy. <laughs> Wait, so it was the the crime they committed was that they didn't give up a seat for a pregnant woman? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Someone took a picture of it. It got shared around on the internet, I guess, or whatever, and they got a lot of downvotes because of it. But yeah, like they, we we have this we have that cultural norm. Yeah, but they So didn't, shouldn't they know about that? They didn't they didn't no. see her. Yeah, she they was like behind them. Oh, they didn't see, and then they're like. Also, wait, but there were so many other people on that train <laughs> who were also not giving up their seat for the pregnant woman. Like, mm. Did they all get? Yeah. Wait a second, and the people behind there, them, yeah. they could see her, <laughs> <laughs> but they're the ones that got in trouble because of it. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that because they were like at the front of the train, and there was a ton of people behind them in this picture. Wow. Well, I think there's a lot of commentary uh, on today's society. I don't mean to. S- <laughs> I feel like we used to discuss this, but you know, we haven't. We've taken off for a couple of episodes, and I think that's by design of the show. Um, but th- you know, now we're kind of seeing that mirror once again to our own society, where we see people judging a situation out of context because context matters, <laughs> you know. And then this is what, without context, and I think. I think someone even says at some point they they say something exactly like that. Like, yeah. Well, well, don't the people uh, like aren't the people going to corroborate this? And so she says, "Don't worry, they won't." Meaning, there's not a lot of fact checkers on today's internet, and I think that's that's the case. Unlike our show, we are official. We are the official order, and that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, thank you, uh, Kevin. Respectfully, thank you. respectfully, I I couldn't disagree more. I don't. Uh, I didn't see parallel. I, I I don't know what you're talking about. This was an alien world. <laughs> like that wasn't. I don't. Maybe you missed the very beginning of the episode. That wasn't Earth. Um, I just don't see how it's relevant. And this is uh, the 400 years in the future on another planet. Don't insult me, Tim. I know what. I, I said it was respectfully. <laughs> respectfully, I think you missed the point. I don't see any connections to to 2017. You're delusional, studies. man. You're losing it. Man. Well, sorry. Yeah, get your head out of the freaking number book and oh. get your get your eyes on the screen. I need to oh. memorize these numbers to keep my job, Kev. It's not my choice. <laughs> Something I just thought of: maybe all the people in the bus behind them were also pregnant women. That would make sense. <laughs> That could have been it. That would make a lot of sense. So that's that must be what it is. <laughs> was she pregnant or did she have a baby? Was, or was she both? She was. She oh, was maybe pregnant. Both. She was definitely pregnant. Yeah. But also, like, maybe they just thought that she was 
fat, and they didn't want to offend her by assuming wow. she was pregnant. This is true. And Seth, no, maybe not. I feel like Seth would have really explored that if, <laughs> if that were the case. Who would have seen that? Who would have watched that scene? The doctor says, oh, the, the people don't recognize the context in this image. Like, they didn't even see her there. And uh, the coffee girl's like, it doesn't matter. Like you were saying, is like, uh, mm-hmm. people don't think about these things. Yeah. So even if she was just fat, that wouldn't have mattered. People still yeah, would have see, downvoted him. See, Tim. All right, so I'm coming around a little bit. So I think the lesson here is like, if you see like pretty solid evidence of someone doing a really horrible thing, like maybe they're aliens, you know? So like, <laughs> take like for example, if you see like I don't know a gigantic paper trail tying your current president of the United <laughs> States to like a foreign government or something, like maybe Donald Trump is just like an alien, and it's really rude of us to judge him by our cultural standards. Okay, Tim, I know what you're saying. Tim, I know where you're going with this, but there's something coming up later in the episode that I think might just totally blow your mind as far as who's the president and who are the Russian aliens that are interfering with uh, voting processes. Okay, no spoilers. We haven't gotten to that point yet in the conversation. Wow, this would be a great spot for to put a commercial. That was such a good break. Wait, Kev, Kev. That's such yet? a good tease. That's such a good tease. Kev, Does can you do an? Want to sponsor us? Can you do an ad for D's nuts? <laughs> D's nuts. Uh, put them in your mouth and suck on them. <laughs> D's nuts. Catch them right here. Just bend down. And suck on them. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm buying that. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, <laughs> So they find the scientists, or the scientists that survived. The other one got shot because he tried to escape. Um, and his brain damage is too severe to repair. Uh, so they know they have to save John Lamar. There's nothing they can do. I mean, that just hap- has to happen. Uh, well, I cried then. Did you all cry when you found out he was... I cried twice. First when the first guy was killed. And then when I found out this guy's brain was mush, I just cried. Yeah, I just start I just start crying at the beginning preemptively and just kept going through the whole thing. I, was I like, bet I bet you started crying because you it didn't start with like a, a close up of Orville. It just started with <laughs> yeah, some, exactly. some girl in a so bed. I cried because I was like, "Who's that? I don't understand it. It makes me scared." <laughs> I cry because. You know, it's like 9.01 and we're a minute into the episode and I'm like, we only have 59 minutes left. (laughs) Do we? Well, it's an hour long show. So I think that and I am the numbers guy, but I'm pretty sure that math adds up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, then John on his apology tour is doing a terrible job. Nobody believes him. They're all downvoting him like crazy. Uh, so the Orville says, we've got to do something about this. What we need is an inside man. So they, they decide to bring the, uh, the coffee girl. I actually got her name here. It's, uh, Lysella. They're going to bring Lysella aboard the Orville. And when, <laughs> is that really it? Yeah, that is what it was. What a stupid fucking <laughs> Well, it's like an alien. Lysella. you spray painting? Lysteria. <laughs> Everything's identical to 2017 Earth except two things. Everyone's got crazy names, and they do this weird thing with Reddit. Yeah, that, I think that is identical to 2017. You know what? I'm I'm actually coming over to your side now. That is, yeah. 
<laughs> did anybody notice that John Lamar did it? Ask me anything in AMA on Reddit just before this episode. I actually did. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that you- can't be coincidence. I feel like somebody maybe said this in our group chat that he was doing an AMA. He must have known that this episode was going to be about that. Wow, that's crazy. I don't know how oh my god! Know. Oh yeah, that blows my mind. That is oh, some yeah. next level twisting around everything. Flipping it. Were there any good questions that were asked in the AMA? I yes, I showed you. Oh right, true. <laughs> All right. So guy, just... the best one, the best question was the guy who said, "Hey, I'm trying to break into composing music for TV series. Can I do it on the Orville? I'm planning on watching the show soon. Thanks in advance." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. was a really good question, and John well, J- John was nice enough to respond. <laughs> he responded very nicely, honestly. Was, what did he say? What, what, he, was what? Like, he was like, look, man, that's not really what I do, but I just keep doing it, and I have faith that it's going to work out for you. But I think he said I'm 100% certain, 99% certain <laughs> that he said, he said, if you, if you are really good, and if you become famous i'm 99 percent certain it'll work out for you <laughs> and then that guy must have come back respectfully like oh cool thanks man love the show <laughs> yeah it was, it was basically it was more or less that i think he said it more like um yeah but if you could just listen anyway i'd really appreciate it because i think that it would be really good and you should just do it anyway but that's basically what you just said right he said, he said trust me my show's on my watch list he said i'm going to watch it <laughs> but while i'm waiting for this to come up can you just get my music out there <laughs> i have i have a lot on my plate right now i unfortunately really don't have the time to watch this tv show but if you could really prioritize listening to my music you, like you seem like you don't have much going on you so. just check out my first three eps <laughs> stranger things just came out i have to watch that uh I'm going to catch up on Seinfeld because I watched it in one of your episodes and I said, this is, this seems like a great show, <laughs> but I'm going to get, I'm going to get to your, to your show eventually. <laughs> they brought Lysella on the ship. I had no idea like what the, the idea was behind that. Like I didn't get it, but so what the, what, what the Orville was thinking was we will use her to uh, tell us how to get people to upvote john lamar or at least stop downvoting him because the upvotes don't actually matter so she has some really funny uh ideas of ways to do that and they have isaac hack what rather than actually hacking the vote he hacks the uh the chat stream that they have and uh he puts in like uh pictures of john lamar when he was a kid when he was a fat kid which they have to uh you know photoshop together instantly because John was a very skinny as a kid. I don't understand. He was like a cute kid. I think any cute kid, whatever. I don't know their culture. It's so different from ours. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't try to predict. Oh. Yeah. And uh, he says that John Lamar is uh, supporting his grandmother financially. And then he makes a <laughs> video where John Lamar uh, greets his dog after coming home from a war, like a reuniting with his dog video. And that turns everybody around. They stop downvoting him, and he makes it through. He squeaks through, like, four votes shy of being lobotomized. Man, 
Were we all sweating? Was everybody sweating? Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I didn't know if I was afterwards. I didn't know if I was crying or sweating. <laughs> yeah, that metal hat on his head had me sweating. I love that look. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a crazy scientist look. You love that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's we skipped we, we 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 skipped over um a part that I want to call out, which is oh, when please. he's on one of the talk shows and they ask him about himself or like he's supposed to seem I don't remember what the context was, but he said, I love soda. I, I like soda. <laughs> oh, yeah, they brought that back. <laughs> I liked uh, when when he went on The View or whatever, when the lady went over and downvoted him, you know, by hand. She's like, I just had to do that. <laughs> there were some good laughs. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the cups were too big. And Bordas said that, like, why do they need these big cups? That was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who would need such a large cup? Um, so those were the three jokes we liked this episode. <laughs> well, I'd like to add, I know this is crazy, but I'm going to try to add a fourth. Okay. From earlier in the episode, when uh, the girl, coffee girl asks uh, Alara what's up with her nose, and Alara says, I have a deviated septum, and Kelly, um, believe it or not, says something funny. She goes, she's a cokehead. And then the girl, and I guess they knew that coke existed, and she would get that, and mm-hmm. yeah. It's cool to know that this is a world ravaged by the drug trade. (laughs) It adds a lot of color, and you think, like, okay, maybe that's what's going on here, you know? That's what I say when I see something. I'm like, oh, that's what's going on here. (laughs) Wait, I have one more thing that I liked in this episode. I liked this episode. (laughs) Um, I liked when uh, John Lamar said, I'm a spaceman, which I think he said more than once. I enjoyed it. His thought his delivery was good. Hey, I'm a spaceman. You gotta let me out of here. That 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 cokehead uh, joke earlier though, that kind of makes me wonder because uh, Kelly never does jokes and she's not actually funny. Like, was she accidentally telling the truth? And Lara is a cokehead <laughs> because they can just make whatever drugs they want with the replicators, right? Maybe that's true. I mean. We know she has a drinking problem because of all that Zelayan tequila she keeps downing when she's piloting a spaceship. True. Maybe that's why these boys keep leaving her. She's got addiction problems. Oh, maybe all the stuff on her head is from her scratching her head and going crazy, <laughs> having with withdrawals. Maybe when the replicators are broken. <laughs> yeah, she's just just clawing at her ears, <laughs> pulling them up and doing you know pointy shit. So you'd think she's really strong, but she's just coked out of her mind. <laughs> Well, that's the new theory. <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> well, that's why she can't keep a relationship down. Yeah. Oh. She keeps stealing their VCRs to sell and to buy more drugs. <laughs> uh, so, uh, in the end, they decide they put the woman back on her planet. She wasn't allowed to take pictures or anything, so nobody will ever believe her that she went to space. Oh, my God. John and the doctor and Kelly go back uh, up to the oil alarm as well. They all go back up onto the Orville. And the message of this one, we get right at the end. Lysella, she wakes up one morning. Um, Lysella, I'm sorry. Every time I hear that name, is that supposed to be funny? I'm sorry. I don't. I think it's just an alien name. 
with this show, sometimes I can't even tell. I'm like, I'm laughing, I'm crying, I don't know what to think anymore. It, it you know? definitely seems like something there would be an outbreak of at a grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she goes into, she wakes up, she goes into the kitchen, and uh, they've got another person on TV apologizing. She reaches over to downvote him, but instead, she turns that TV off. And yes. uh, that's a great message, like... Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Um, folks, we don't need to pay attention to all this fake news out there. We can just turn the TV off and uh, just, you know, believe whatever we believe inside without listening to what anyone else says. Mm-hmm. I think it was a direct message to who's that guy who's running the, the Russia investigation? Mueller. I think it was a direct message to Mueller to say like, Hey, if you're up late in bed, watch, you know, catching up on the Orville and you're like, wow, it looks like there's some bad stuff going on. Just, you know, turn it off, man. Yeah, man. Let, let bygones like, be bygones. Like why you got to be so mad all the time? I think, well, does anybody know my theory is, does anybody know what shows next that comes after the Orville? Cause I think that's a, a good way a good little <laughs> sabotage, you know? <laughs> that's a good point yeah they're like oh i know turn off your tv before whatever goes on you know before hell's kitchen <laughs> it makes me wonder what her future is like because now she knows that their system is bad because the orville taught it to her yeah like is I she going to try to spread that to the other people in her planet and if she does isn't she just going to get downvoted because she, yeah, it's an unpopular idea killed <laughs> <laughs> they just murdered this woman. <laughs> um, but I just want to say, like, the, the point that Seth makes, and I do mean Seth because he's, it's the words that come out of his mouth, and it's also the words that. Hello? That most people are idiots and shouldn't be allowed to make their own decisions, <laughs> and we should just let other people make every important decision for us. Yeah, that, that was the other thing. It was kind of a, a stealth. Uh, endorsement of like the senate and stuff like you represent you elect these representatives and they're the good ones that know all the things they learn everything so you don't have to like you're not gonna double check any of these facts so that's why we have our you know our house of representatives you know all that stuff yeah it was like a trust in the government and that you know that they'll get it all sorted out honestly that's a message we need you know it seems like everyone's so hot on this like uh you know maybe sometimes the government's bad and then sometimes you just need a good old seth to be like guys it's the government better what than the alternative you, but what would you rather have twitter be the government exactly what would you rather have the ability to make your own choices in life <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, oh, oh, you want? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Donald Trump's doing this. Whatever, he's doing that. Yeah, okay. What do you want? Twitter? You want Twitter to be the government? <laughs> you freaking idiots! Look, buddy. Look, buddy. With the guy we got in office, sometimes I feel like Twitter is running this place. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. But, don't, that guy, but don't undermine Seth's point, though. But I like what you're saying. Ah. <laughs> uh. But seriously, Seth, if you're listening, we don't disagree with you. We we think you're great. We'd love for you to be back on the show. And and the next Bond is Seth McFarlane. <laughs> the next James Bond. Come on. Hashtag 
McFarlane for Bond. Yeah, please. Everyone oh. needs That's why it's so fucked up that, like, that Twitter gets to choose the next James Bond. Because if they just let one or two really qualified people decide who the next James Bond was going to be, it would already be Seth. We should elect people to decide who the next Bond is. We can trust people on this one, though. We can trust trust the people. It's going to be Seth. Uh, uh, the name is Bond. Uh, uh, whoops, I forgot my line. (laughs) And people get, people say we're not ready for an American Bond, but Seth can actually do a really good British accent. He actually does the voice of Stewie on Family Guy. Everyone seems to forget that. I'm James Bond. Victory is mine. I've never, I've never forgotten that, Tim. I've never forgotten that Seth MacFarlane can do an impeccable British accent, and I'm frankly offended that you would suggest that I had forgotten that. No, because you're one of the good ones. But I feel like if you go online, no one's talking about it anymore. No one's talking about like actually Stewie was done by Seth MacFarlane, and it's like what? <laughs> yeah, because I see him do an American Dad. And I'm like, okay, American Dad, that's an American guy. And then I turn on, and then I flip over to Family Guy, which is because that's on every station, you know, at least at my <laughs> house, <laughs> you know. So because I just got Netflix, I got DVDs streaming. Uh, oh, yeah, I had so, to call. Uh, I had to call AT and T and be on the line with them for hours to say, look, I'll pay whatever you want, but just <laughs> only give me Fox and FX. <laughs> <laughs> like take all the other channels off my TV. Oh, and Adult Swim's okay, but take all the other channels. Oh, and TBS is okay too, but take all the other channels. Off. I don't want ABC. I'll pay you whatever you want. I'll pay every, you every network you name. Not give me every every network you name. I just hear ching in Seth's pocket. I'm just like, <laughs> damn, how fat are those pockets? <laughs> Even if we discount Stewie, just think about the, the great British accent he does on American Dad when he plays the boss. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the boss oh, of American yeah. Debt. What does that sound he's like, like Greg? Greg, you do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, my British accent. Let's see. Um, he's all like, uh, a spot of tea, sir. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Just and, then, and then, uh, like, Big Ben is going off in the background, too. <laughs> we can all know the famous... You can't see it, but you can hear it, and you right. know that you know it's Big Ben. You can you can tell. <laughs> well, and remember the like long chin guy? I think in Family Guy, he was like, "Oh, you're so quiet." Oh, oh yeah, the name's Bond, James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love Tim to get the golden ore this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, that Miranda, was this episode. Miranda, do, do your do do your favorite Seth uh, Seth British accent. Uh, um, uh, uh, that was oh, it. Was that good? Oh, that was yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Thank it was you. On 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 Family Guy, I remember that episode. Uh, so yeah, that was the Orville this week. <laughs> episode seven uh so it's time for ratings as always uh kevin what would you rate this episode oh gosh uh i give it two red peppers four garlic cloves <laughs> <laughs> what? one medium-sized butternut squash and one medium red onion which is what i've made in my butternut squash chili while i was watching the Orville, <laughs> and I give it four handles of Jack Daniels, all right, because it oh, was wow. slamming. 
That's a is good that episode. What you, is, did you put that in the chili? <laughs> yes, it was my 4JD butternut chili. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Vegan, of course. <laughs> uh, how about you, Miranda? What would you give this episode? Uh, you know, it was a perfect episode, as always. It didn't, no women got punched in this episode, which has been like kind of my rating system that I've been using for a yeah. while now. I was <laughs> it's also kind disappointed. Of messed up that they didn't, but at that least nobody the, punched Kelly. Because uh, Kelly deserved to get punched so many times in this episode. Yeah. So many times I was like, here it comes. Here it comes. John Lamar's finally going to hit, hit Kelly in the <laughs> mouth. Um, and he never did it. Um, but I guess I'd give it a, a two out of two of Alara's ex-boyfriends. <laughs> okay, Tim, what? how many points did you give it this week? So I'm going to abide by the rules of the universe, and I'm going to say, hey, episode, come here. Boop. One upvote. <laughs> wow. And no downvotes. I should yeah, I was gonna say, no The downvotes are what really matters here. Zero downvotes, which I guess is actually the best thing you can do is just not downvote. Yeah, I was thinking about giving it like a 10 million out of 10 million downvotes, but downvotes are negative, and then also the upvotes don't matter. So I give it one lobotomized scientist, zero punched women. Well, that's <laughs> but that's zero out of zero, so that's still a perfect score. Um, and I give it one time we learned that Bordis can sing out of one. Wow, that's a great that's a good score. good score. Perfect score as always. Great episode, Seth. You've done it again, baby. Honestly. Congratulations, Seth. Like, you're putting on a master class. The run he's on is like, this is like Joe DiMaggio's hit streak, you know? This is like, uh, this is like, uh, Clay Thompson's 37 and a quarter over four quarters, you know? This is Will Chamberlain's 100 point game. You know, sports heads cut. Come along with me, you know? Like, if you love sports, watch this show. <laughs> this is Tiger Woods' career. This is, like, Dale Earnhardt's career. <laughs> it's like Michael Jordan's career. Congratulations, Seth. You've earned it. Just, Greg, if you're listening, pat yourself on the back. I hope, Greg, you're going to feel some, uh, some, like, basketball noises in that. <laughs> oh, yeah, like cheering crowds and stuff. <laughs> yeah, net, a swish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this week in the other podcast segment, well, I've got good news. It seems as though the Orville will be canceled, did stop doing their podcast. They haven't yes. put, in, they haven't put an episode out in more than a week. It was the 18th was their last episode, but they've tricked us before. So I'm tentatively saying good job. Thank you. Your title alone is enough to uh, make me, you know, hope that you like maybe die or something, but <laughs> uh, I'm glad that you're not doing the podcast anymore. Um, just in case though, I just wanted to remind them why they're not doing it anymore. Cause I've got a couple of really good iTunes reviews people left for them that, that, that just show you like why they should not be doing this. Uh, so the first one is a one star review by by Apple October 3rd and they say pathetic. Uh, <laughs> listen, listen to four minutes just to see if this was a joke. How sad are you guys for making an entire podcast to complain about a show you don't like? It's really pathetic. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's bad. That's pathetic. I can think of a better word for it. 
Can you even imagine like making a podcast about a show you don't like? Like what a waste of time that would be, you know? I can't even imagine wasting four minutes listening to the beginning of a podcast, let alone like they must waste. What do you think? Like three, four hours a week to make that? That's just pathetic. Because <laughs> they're going to have to watch every episode, ideally twice, and then, you know, work it into their schedules. And Yeah, but you know what? You know what? I bet as the podcast goes on, they kind of give up on that a little bit. And maybe, like, one of the co-hosts at this point is only watching half the episode <laughs> before, they, before they record. Yeah, and the, it's going to yeah. be... That was probably the, be- the podcast. That was, yeah, that was probably the beginning of the end for them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, get more reviews. It, it would be so obvious, though, because you know, halfway through, they would be they would say something dumb, and that like they didn't get know about a a plot point that was going to happen later on that they missed. So that, but probably like whichever co-host did that, it's not that he doesn't care. It's just like maybe he had a really busy week, and you know. <laughs> Tried Maybe. to watch it at Are work. Are you defending and it, it them? Didn't quite work out. Are you defending the Orville will be canceled, Tim? No, what no, the fuck, no. dude? Oh no, I'm not defending. All I'm doing is turning off the TV. <laughs> okay, okay, thank you. Mm, okay, literally, that's good. You're literally, good. <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> uh, let's see, Rev Chris seventy eight. Uh, if if you are a reverend, uh, I just want to say thank you uh, for your service, Chris. <laughs> uh, he gives it a one star review. He says no direction. He says, you can tell that they just sit down and start bashing the Orville and that they really don't know much about it. I'm a lifelong Trekkie, and I was also hesitant to give the show a try. But after one episode, I have to say I enjoyed this more than Discovery. When when he says I enjoyed this, he means the Orville, right? Not the Orville will be canceled podcast. Right, yeah, yeah, the Orville. Really unclear. (laughs) (laughs) No, he hates the, the podcast just as much as we do. Because how of how much he loves Star Trek. Well, on the Orville must be or Orville will be canceled. They mostly just talk about Star Trek. Really? Yeah, that is their thing. It's it's like <laughs> the way we talk about songs and Twitter and other podcasts. That's how they they talk about uh, Star Trek. Star like, Trek. Yeah, the bulk of their episodes is that. Somebody should tell them they're watching the Orville, like, you know? Yeah, uh, we tune in because we want to hear you talk about the Orville, not whatever other random crap you want to talk about. Can I tell you guys something that you might not like hearing? No. I don't want to hear it, but I guess. I, I want to face the truth. I, I want to hear about it. Can you make well, it a compliment what's sandwich? What's, yeah. Is it that you want me to win the Golden Ori? <laughs> Why would you not want to hear that? <laughs> okay, the first the first compliment is our wise and benevolent Captain Greggy is going to choose the most deserving person for the Golden Ori, who's probably somebody who's, you know, giving out compliments and helpful news. I knew I was going to get it. Um, <laughs> the, the, the middle of the sandwich is that on October 28th, the Orville will be canceled. Podcast tweeted, "Excited to record with a special guest today." Oh, no, no. <laughs> yes. oh. maybe they're and doing then, a new podcast though. Maybe it's and then not. The other, uh, you're so the smart. other compliment. The other compliment is that uh, you all got to um, be on a podcast with me today. <laughs> yes. Wow! So happy that's being good. The, that's I good think news. We're at, I re-listened to that voicemail, and I believe we are the group, not the crew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I'm happy to be part of the group. 
I hope that they are not doing their podcast. They're doing a different podcast. Maybe they can talk about just Star Trek and actually make it be about Star Trek or something. Yeah, just get the Orville's name out there in your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. So you can make whatever garbage podcast you want to make and you've been making. Just don't make it so easy for me to accidentally listen to it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Well, it's like even if they did a whole podcast just about Star Trek, I'd still hate it because I'd be like, it should be about how good the Orville is, not about Star Trek. But at least it'd be easier for me to avoid it. Hmm, exactly. So, because if I was just going around and I just saw the, the name The Orville, like, if you're going to be, let me know, be like, I'm going to bash The Orville, at least put it in your t- title, make it more clear, because your title, I thought, this is like a joke title, you know, yeah. whereas ours, I know it's, you know, official Orville, so we are official. And I'm happy to continue to confirm that. Yeah, so that was other podcasts this week. <sighs> Man, that is such a downer to think that they might be making another episode. Like, I, I'm so sick of, you know, saying these things about these other podcasts. I would love to be done pulling them through the muck every week. If they would just quit doing their podcast, we wouldn't have to do this anymore. Yeah, and don't make it so easy for us to just roast the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't want to get beat, play better or get off the field. Yeah, so now it's time to talk about what people are saying about the Orville around the Internet. Usually we go to Twitter, but this week I thought it'd be um, fitting if we read some stuff from Reddit this week. Uh, Ah. (laughs) Uh, There's a great The Oroville subreddit where everybody's talking about every episode. And it's it's a little hard to find the episode discussion because um, people are talking about like when it comes on fox uk <laughs> or like uh gifs and love them Keep all up this with different stuff i can't but, get enough gift talk i i love i love discussion of orville gifts mm-hmm. like hey that was in the episode <laughs> <laughs> um a lot of people are talking about how they can't wait for bordis to sing on the show <laughs> like it, it's funny that it, nobody else noticed that line because the Reddit has gone crazy with it. <laughs> I'm sure. And there's, what is the name of the person making all these posts? <laughs> Not Greggy? Who's that? <laughs> okay. You caught me. So uh, our first post comes from Fun Orville Drinking Game. Or no, that that is the That's name the of author? <laughs> the author. The author is uh, X Topper Bottoms. And uh, <laughs> the subject is Fun Orville Drinking Game. Uh, this post got 14 upvotes. It doesn't say how many downvotes, but I assume zero. Uh, he says... <laughs> is 14 a lot for for the subreddit, or is that not very many? Well, uh, the like other top ones lot. are like 445 or 257 oh. or something. <laughs> Um, I may have I may have had to use the search function to find this this post. I can I'm just just need to chime in here. I can confirm that then it's a lot smaller than normal. <laughs> uh, he says every time Ed says want to open the jar of pickles, chug a bottle yes. of wine, get drunk yes. every episode. Is that the whole game? That yeah, it? that's his whole drinking game. <laughs> that's very very effective. Wow. Straight to the point. But you wouldn't drink any this episode, which is very sad. Mm. Um, this is not even, this isn't even a, its own uh, thread. And this guy got 76 upvotes. Uh, Blarp UN says, 
Tonight is the first time I've watched a 60-minute network show live as it aired in a long time. And holy fuck, there are a lot of commercials. After this, it's back to pirating. Christ, it's like every four minutes. So I just wanted to say, no, no, this is bad. Bad. Very bad. Exactly. I wanted to bring this up just so we could shame this guy. This is stealing from Seth. Right, exactly. He can't afford to lose this money that he makes off of you watching these commercials. He earned it, and he deserves it. Yeah, I think we all know that if you're at home sitting on your computer, you wouldn't download a car. (laughs) So why would you download this show? Yeah. Well, now that we're now that you put it like that, I'm just thinking, and if I could download Seth MacFarlane, and that would make him be here with me, I would do that. <laughs> I, I don't would know. do that. I don't but then know. I would, I would pay him. I wouldn't, down, I wouldn't download was, Seth. Once he was here, I would I would pay him. <laughs> okay, okay. As long as he's getting paid. <laughs> You know, it's so easy to be here on my high horse and be like, all those people stealing movies are bad and all those people stealing cars are bad. And then my good friend Miranda comes up and is like, but really, would you download Seth MacFarlane? And I'm like, maybe I need to turn the TV off because, yeah, you know, (laughs) yeah, Mm -hmm. of course I would. Mm -hmm. I could do anything I want with him. Wow. I would love to see an episode of the Orville where they... They deal with pirating, you know? Maybe there's another planet where uh, you have to watch commercials to... I don't know. I, I, I'm no Seth. But it, it sounds like a great episode to me. <laughs> it sounds I just, great. I just, I just had an idea. And I'm sorry, Greggy. It has nothing to do with what you just said. Oh, okay, I just please. had an idea. Which is, imagine if you could download Seth. And then you could download Scott. <laughs> and then you could download a bottle of wine right. and you put all three of them in your kitchen. Think about oh, no. it. <laughs> and then imagine, wait a second, then imagine you are the kitchen. Oh. <laughs> imagine they spill the wine and then they all have to get on the floor and clean it up. But they don't want to waste the wine. So oh, yeah. get, but the wine's all on you creative. now. <laughs> How are they going to clean up that wine? Wait, what if what if Scott spilled some wine on Seth's foot and then he has to get down? <laughs> Time for a bus ride. <laughs> Wait, I, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> shame on you, bl- Blarp UN, and shame on all seventy-six people that upvoted you. Can you report them all? Is there a way to do that? Can you report them to Seth? Uh, we can report him, but it'll just report it, the the mods of this. Can you take a screenshot and tweet it at Seth and tell him to punish this guy? That's a good idea. Yeah, we will do that after the episode. I just want to say that when you pirate a show with a ship in it, it just makes it twice as worse. Because <laughs> that's like what a real pirate does. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that where that word comes from? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so the next one from Avenger Mark II. Uh, This one got 40 upvotes. And I'm I'm not going to read the whole thing because he he goes on to some uh, stuff about the episode that doesn't really matter. But uh, just the first couple sentences are, Jesus, this episode, I've never been so on edge for a vote. (laughs) 
<laughs> like in his life, no, no, no uh, election or vote has ever, you know, struck him to the core like this one. They were inconsequential. I mean, I agree. I was, I was edging during the vote as well. <laughs> Uh, yeah well like all these like elections and stuff that's all far away it's not personal to you like this one with uh john lamar uh the the character on the orville uh almost being lobotomized like who cares who's president or whatever they're all they're all the same Honestly, (laughs) honestly, even, and I don't like to talk about this, so I may never have mentioned it before, but even when I was on trial for manslaughter (laughs) and I knew the jury was out there voting on whether I would, you know, be put in prison for like 10 or 20 years or something like that. (laughs) I thought that was intense. I really, honestly, I thought that was like, it doesn't get more intense than this. And then they come out and they read the results. But that was until this episode. (laughs) As nothing compared to this It's like, oh. This is a person, you know, a person, John, who's going to have his life ruined. Like, what am I going to... Because 20 years years in prison, I mean, you could just... That's like you you close your eyes, you wake up, it's gone. You know, like, (laughs) a day without the... Like, you know, not watching the Orville. And, like, and he didn't even do anything wrong. And, like, I totally killed that guy. But, so then it's like, oh, so he's going to get lobotomized just for doing... Just for grinding on a statue? I mean, like, yeah, it was also it was so nerve wracking because it was like, wait, are, are they trying to say is it is the show going to say that if you grind on statues, if you dry hump statues, you can get punished. If somebody finds all those videos of me humping those statues, oh am I going to get lobotomized? <laughs> How many videos, Miranda? <laughs> Look, I think we all learned from the episode. I think the main takeaway here is it's OK to grind on statues. Yeah, you know what? You it is OK. Do it. Yeah, we're not we're not that culture we're our own we're, we're smart we have these senators we have the government and they have not passed any laws saying you can't grind those statues keeping us safe from ourselves and by the way tim uh like how much longer do you have before the ceo comes and tells you you have to stop podcasting <laughs> uh let's see i'm almost out of quarters so <laughs> okay this box says i have 35 minutes left <laughs> Well, luckily, I have uh, just one more post. This one was actually not from Reddit. It was from the Something Awful forums. Uh, this guy called Blistex said oh, about the Orville. He's, he's rating the Orville. He says, it's a show that isn't about flipping houses, raiding storage lockers, aliens throughout history, or some variation of judge this person's talent. Right there, that's putting it in the top 1% of television in my books. <laughs> Hell yeah. I agree. Like fifty percent of television is in his top one percent of television. <laughs> I like this guy. He's he knows how to like things. Sounds like sounds like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like reality TV is kind of like on a downslope right now too. Like there isn't that much reality. Like not that many new shows. Yeah, I want more wars. I want. <laughs> I want gar- I want garbage wars. I want <laughs> I want I want like lamp wars. Just anything, water bottle wars, whatever. Just just get some people, have them fighting over something. No, Kevin. Remember, we don't like that. 
Oh yes, we like no, your little. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. Unless you're talking about a uh, ragtag group of twenty twenty fifth century <laughs> soldiers uh, fighting for what's good and justice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, talk- I'm talking about the Warville. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we got a couple of voicemails as well this week, but before we get to that, we always love to uh, just shout out somebody that left us a nice rating on iTunes. Uh, this week, we got a nice five-star review, and it, it's great just to you know let the fans have this outlet. Like You've heard us talking enough this episode. Let's hear what the fans have to say about the show. Um, so this week, we've got a five-star rating. Uh, it says, I love this podcast. Uh, this rating is from a guy called uh, Greggy Paw. Um, he <laughs> says, I love this podcast because of how good it is. Much better than fake podcasts I'd rather not mention. Parentheses, the Orville podcast, Planetary Union podcast, etc. Close parentheses. So, yeah, Dang. great, great rating, Greggy. Thank you for listening. I mean, Greggy Paw, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, feel free to call in and leave a voicemail sometime. It's yeah. a true hero. <laughs> I was saying his name is probably Greggy, so yeah. you can call him Greggy. Yeah. Okay. Could be paw. It could be paw. <laughs> could be paw. Sounds it's, like he's a father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then we've got a couple of voicemails <laughs> to hear this week. Yes. What, what what is that phone number again? Uh, Splatjob AI. I know is the one eight hundred Splatjob AI. Just kidding. There's no one eight hundred. Please call us. Yeah. The actual number is uh seven seven five two eight five six two two four. Uh, call in and leave your thoughts. Um, if you're a, a big Orville fan, uh, let us know what you thought of the most recent episode. Or uh, come up if you have any questions, like these voicemails we have this week had questions for us. Hey, Alex Arbor Day to Miranda and all the rest of the crew over there at the official The Orville Podcast. This is Cliff calling in to leave a voicemail. I just uh, called in. I wanted to congratulate Eric on his excellent voicemail. Uh, he absolutely killed it. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be able to hold a candle to it, but still, I got a couple thoughts I wanted to get out into the void here. I just want to compliment the Orville. I love it. It's so good. I love that it isn't just, you know, self-insertion, wish-fulfillment, poorly written fan fiction that's troublingly misogynistic. It's just amazing. Um, I love how it's just one person, one auteur's vision, uh, in a... You know, I'm pretty sure it's such a singular vision. He didn't even show these scripts to anyone else. Uh, any any old jerk-off that might uh, hinder the creative process might say, hey, uh, you know, you work really hard to justify this kind of weird thing, but this other part over here doesn't make any sense at all. Um, I mean, Seth MacFarlane, just a genius. Uh, so I got a question for Miranda and the crew here. What other franchises, uh, you know, and we all know the Orville is very heavily influenced by Star Trek, what other franchises would you like to see Seth MacFarlane sort of skewer and uh, send up into the stratosphere like he has done with the Orville? Uh, now hang up and listen. Uh, thanks for everything. Uh, again, Alex Arbor Day. Uh, I love you all. Okay. Wow. Thanks, Cliff. We love you, too. Love you too. Love I love you, love too, you. even though you said a lot of dumb shit in that <laughs> voicemail. Yeah, no. like, did you even listen to the rest of this episode? We said over and over again we want Seth MacFarlane to be James Bond, you idiot. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? So dumb. I think I think uh, maybe he reached ten million downvotes. Oh. So what was was his question? Uh, What what franchise would you like Seth MacFarlane to skewer 
Yeah, but look. First off. His his, his lead into the question was, we all know the Orville is heavily influenced by Star Trek. Uh, I don't think so, buddy. I don't know yeah. where you're getting your information. Miranda hasn't even ever seen Star Trek, and she loves yeah. the Orville. How could the Orville be influenced by Star Trek when I've never even seen Star Trek? Yeah. I watched Star Trek, the J.J. Abrams, and I didn't really even get any Orville vibes from it. So, I don't know what the fuck Cliff is fucking cokehead is on. <laughs> but he's wrong about Probably that. Coke. Probably but coke. I, I would love I would love him to I would love Seth to just skewer all these war shows, all these all these you know, all these storage wars and all these and all these lamb like, you know, just get rid of those shows. I hate them. So you don't want him to do his own take on those shows? <laughs> no, I do, I do, but I also okay. want him to just. I want him to be so good that it destroys all these other shows. It wins the war. <laughs> <laughs> he wins the storage war. Yes, he should. I, uh, or he should go on all the shows and just shut them down. It should just be like an episode where, he, like, like he comes in halfway through and he goes. This is the last episode of Seth MacFarlane. I shut this show down. <laughs> every every show would be teasing it for the week leading up. Like, this week, <laughs> Seth MacFarlane guest stars. <laughs> the episode's just five minutes long. It's like, this is it. Uh, this is over. This show's the Orville now. And the when producer's he, when he like, renewed. please, please. And he's like, no, you heard me. I said it before. I'm shutting this show down. <laughs> And then, the and then key. he gets a, oh, and then he gets a sapphire star. <laughs> when he when he renews his Orville contract, he's allowed to shut down like five shows a year, <laughs> regardless of the network. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gonna go on American Idol and then perform like under like a ghost costume or something, and they're gonna be like, "Excuse me, that was terrible." And he'll be like, "Just kidding, you're shut down." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, for a second, I thought you you were saying that the American Idol judges would say Seth's singing was terrible. I was like, uh, what the heck are you talking crazy, about? Crazy. But he, he, no. he, they would, but he was being a ghost or something. So they were like, uh, they didn't like it. <laughs> he was singing bad on purpose. No, he. So he being a so ghost. My version of the story was he comes out in a ghost costume. That's what you he can't said. See who it is? You can't tell it's Seth. Then he starts singing, and it's good, but you can tell it's Seth. Why? Why does? Why does Kevin <laughs> think that being a Because it's Halloween. Bad. Well, because <laughs> well, if I don't think it's being bad, but if he was, he's a really good actor, so if he's being a ghost. It'd be singing like ooh. <laughs> oh. No, honestly, that's like one of those uh one of those like impossible questions like um what is it like is there a thing that's so big that it can't be any bigger yes. or it's like is, is Seth a better actor or singer like is he a good enough <laughs> actor that even he can make his own singing bad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's I like I don't like, know. You know? I think the problem is that it would sound good, but they would he would pick a song. He would just pick the wrong song, man, you know? And uh, so there would be a song selection problem. Like he would pick like a, a face, like a Rihanna song. Or maybe he like would like a, write his own song instead of singing one of uh, the classics yeah. from the American mm-hmm. songbook. Yeah. yeah that's always a big American mistake. dad songbook. <laughs> and then it would be so good that it would be fun. Like they all, 
he'll shut he'll shut down American Idol, but then that song will be the number one hit for like the next. I mean, Seth MacFarlane quote parentheses ghost <laughs> <laughs> and then original title. Yeah, far more creative than I can imagine. I would love to hear him rap. <laughs> and be like, "What up? Ooh. I'm a ghost, and I'm here to boo." Ooh, okay. We're on I, I can't. Yeah, I more, obviously can't do, do it. But no. Like, oh, what up? I'm Seth McFarlane, and I'm here, and I'm making. Be- uh, I actually think this is like a really good impression of it's gotta Seth, be more Mc- show Seth McFarlane tunes, as a rapping ghost. A little more show tunesy, I think. <laughs> Wait, can can I just say, like, if we cut away to an animation of Seth MacFarlane being a rapping ghost, this would be Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not, not to say that we're as good as Seth, I mean, obviously not. Like, it's bad Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like Family Guy and, like, bizarro shit garbage universe, you know? <laughs> compared to family guy i think it'd be cool if uh seth was like john wick if that was the uh series that he went for only instead of like killing russians or whatever he's killing all these hosts of these reality tv shows you know oh my god i love it and we don't even know who the hosts of these shows really it's normally just like a voice just like a oh (laughs) now we've seen kelly she's 33 and she drives a truck down the street <laughs> that's what kev, i think kev you're playing a reality show clip in the background we can hear it <laughs> and you turn the volume down <laughs> now kelly's getting in the truck she's driving down the street <laughs> <laughs> kind of sing-songy i like that <laughs> like bob dylan kelly's getting in the truck and she's driving down the street and tim gets the golden ori <laughs> Okay, you guys are just talking too much. I wanted to play all these thousands of uh, voicemails we have, but um, we just have time for one more. Hi, my name is Houston. I left a review for you guys a little while back, and uh, you're you're kind of you kind of jerks about it because uh, you said my phone number was uh, you know in my in my name. That's not true because my phone number. And my social security number is, and my credit card information is two four six zero eight one three nine nine four two four, with an expiration date of August of of twenty twenty. And so, I mean, part of it is, yeah, I just wanted to clear the air. It was not my phone number, okay? So, like, get off my job. But. But this last episode, I mean, you know, transitioning a little bit to, to kind of like the heart of the matter here, you guys are talking about, you know, the Orville and, uh, and how it's going to replace Star Trek in the, you know, sci-fi canon as the greatest sci-fi television show of all time. And I'm, I'm all in, but it, it really got my wheels thinking. I was thinking, like, who, who's going to be the captain? Of the next iteration of the Orville. And, you know, we, we transitioned from, from Shatner to, uh, Jean-Luc Picard, uh, whatever the British guy's name is. So I was trying to think of, like, who is, like, an obscure British guy that could come in and really kind of, like, not just take the mantle from, 
from Seth, but also reinvent it. And uh, so if you guys could um, could support my effort to draft James Corden to be the captain of the next uh, iteration of the Orville show, I'd really appreciate that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, draft James Corden to Orville the next generation, and uh, I appreciate your support. I appreciate your passion. And, uh, yeah, let's make this happen. Love you guys. Okay, first of all, love you too, Houston. Yeah, love you too, love Houston. You too, Houston. Um, second of all, fuck you, you asshole. Yeah, what the fuck? We were not being jerks when we said that was your phone number. I think it actually was your phone number, and maybe you forgot what your real phone number is. God, this guy's so, so dumb. And he got his social security number wrong, too. I checked <laughs> on the Equifax dumps. Uh, yeah, so to punish Houston, I did play his uh, credit card number and expiration date. You can feel free to use that wherever you want. <laughs> but also, why would another captain host a spinoff of the Orville? Of course, it would just be Seth MacFarlane again. We know he can do a British accent. He could just b- yes. do the Stewie voice on another show. <laughs> just it'd be, what about Seth MacFarlane as James Bond as Captain Orville? Yes. Ooh. Oh. That's actually cool. You want to talk about getting an obscure British guy? I think that's <laughs> yes, and he's got he's got like a an M and a Q, you know, from James Bond, right, Miranda? Yeah, from James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and of course, it being Seth, he would play M and Q as well. I hope he'd yeah, be like, "Now oh, here's your uh, new spaceship." Bond, and please bring this one back in one piece. This one has oil slick buttons, and oh, Tim, that's oh. so good. Now do it as a gun. <laughs> What's up? I'm here, and I'm gonna say it's time to have a really great day. It's time to have an Alex Arbor day. <laughs> oh. We gotta let him have that line. That could be his intro. To, that could be a first line to every single song he ever writes. <laughs> this must be what it's like to be in the writing room of the Oroville, you guys. <laughs> oh man, that was so good. <laughs> Zim zam zop zork zoom. Is that spaceship, spaceship noise? <laughs> yeah, well, there's a fight happening while we're making these jokes. Because oh. it'd be boring to just watch people talk. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so all you listeners out there, you, like I said, please call in 775-285-6224 and, uh, just really ream Houston. Let him know what a bad job he did on that review, on that, uh, voicemail <laughs> this week. Houston, you're dumb. <laughs> uh, hey, Houston, uh, do it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I wish I thought of that. <laughs> you can't stop me. Chains are on. Oh my god, Tim is smoking right now. <laughs> oh man. Smoking a big cigar. <laughs> Look like Winston Churchill. Or lower, you know what they say there. <laughs> you know what they say? Houston, it's a city, and it's also a terrible color, and it's just uh, one of my fine Winston Churchillisms. <laughs> Make so it not your finest hour. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that is all of our segments except for one. We got the last one. Of course, Ooh. it's everybody's favorite, the Golden Ori. Ooh. Miranda, did any uh, weird music guys die this week? 
yeah. <laughs> Who was the good yeah. guy that died? Oh, well, Mike Hudson from the Pagans died. You can give it to him. But I feel like Fats Delano really earned it. I don't know if Mike Hudson <laughs> earned it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think Mike Hudson would want you to give it to me, probably. Wow. Speaking for a dead man, huh? <sighs> Just no like shame. based on no based shame. on what I know about him, it really seems like, like in keeping with his character that he'd be like, Hey, why don't you give it to Miranda? I kind of feel like Seth wants me to give it to like uh, my representative in the House of Representatives this week. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but no, I'm not going to. I, I'm sick of giving. Whoa. I'm sick of the Golden Ori going to people that aren't on the show, on the podcast. <gasps> Who's Here. dog? Sorry, this dog. She's, wants- it's Gilson's dog, <laughs> dog that I live with. Sorry, she's very loud. <laughs> Golden Ori. Yeah, that dog is trying to get. <laughs> Are you? She sounded seriously distressed. Are you preventing her from watching the Orville? <laughs> Look, I just want to point out she is on the show right now. So if you're looking for somebody to give it to, did you put a picture, that option? Picture of Seth's leg, and she wants to hump it. <laughs> I have a, a universal translator here. Uh, I'm playing back the audio. It's uh, woof woof. Give me the golden ori. Woof woof. <laughs> Hump Seth leg. Woof woof. <laughs> uh, no, this week I've got to give the Golden Ori to someone that really put in the effort uh, to do everything required <laughs> to be a part of a, a the Orville podcast. Tim, it's got to go to you, baby. Uh, Congrats, man. I just... All the dog's mad. I just... Yeah, um, she's so mad about it. You shouldn't have let her on like this. You shouldn't have made her think she was going to get the Golden Ori. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotta give it up, you know the what's her name again? Penny. Pen, I mean Penny put up a good fight, but you just <laughs> you can't compete with the boss, you know. <laughs> and yeah. there were so many you know, endorsements Penny. for you this week as well. Yeah, I mean I got James or not James. <laughs> <laughs> what's the guy's name? What would it sound Mr. like Godfather. though? What it would it sound like if James Gandolfini was <laughs> endorsing? Tim oh wait, for I the forgot to play it. I did get that. It was. Uh... <laughs> now listen here. You got to give the golden ori over right here immediately, and I'm telling this to my therapist. <laughs> listen here. You got to give it to my main man Tim Treese. He runs a great vlog, and I'm gonna go kill someone now. Whoa! <laughs> I'm wearing a sweatsuit. <laughs> Okay, so that was the episode. Great job, guys. Um, we yeah, all thanks. I-, I wish I had three golden oranges so I could give one to each of you. You, oh my god, oh. you do! Oh. Look, you do. <laughs> Where you just pulled those out from behind you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got two more golden oranges. Uh, these are gonna go to I Tim feel this like week. One of them, one of them should go to me. If you have three of them, I just feel like one of them could go to me. <laughs> no, I'm just so proud of Tim. <laughs> No, but these don't count on his official Golden Ori count. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, true. true. I can sell them. I can sell them and hear me out. I can sell them and then use the money to take a day off of work and actually watch the show this week. <laughs> Tim, if you sell that Golden Ori. How many lots? Sell that. Who are you going to sell it to? We can't just have people out there walking around with Golden Ori like they don't even mean nope. anything. I, I have a. Like uh, you don't even have to contribute to the podcast in a meaningful way to get them. <laughs> I'm gonna put a hole punch through it like they do with an old driver's license, so you'll know it's 
it's not legit, but someone can still, you know, put it in their their man cave or something. I almost want to take him back. (laughs) Too late. I got him. I got to go now. (laughs) (laughs) Just the thought of someone selling the Golden Ori, it it makes you think like it, it means nothing like the guy hosting the podcast could just open up random.org and let that decide who gets the golden ori every week like no that's crazy you can't sell your golden ori's um no okay listen i gotta come clean i am gonna sell them (laughs) but only to two people and the price is zero dollars kev miranda will you be my buyers Uh, nah. I don't really like the the power <laughs> differential in this transaction. It seems like a scam. <laughs> All right, Penny, come over here. You're getting two gold Norris, baby. Oh, Penny! Woof, woof! Thank you, Tim. <laughs> oh no, they made a chocolate. Penny, Penny come here. <laughs> <laughs> they made <a> chocolate. <laughs> Penny's looking at the golden Nori. Can you Pen- see her? Penny. Penny. Here. You got it. Hey, Penny. Penny. Oh, she's so happy she ran away. <laughs> she's wagging her tail. Okay. <laughs> bye, guys. Great. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>